0: Episode 167, Top 10 DC Characters. Welcome... Time travelers to another episode featuring me, Matt Anderson. But of course, as often happens, I'm going to be joined here momentarily by Daniel Butcher. We I won't uh, give too much introduction to this because I think we do most of the introduction when we actually do start talking. This is a conversation Daniel and I already had. You're about to hear it. Uh, we start by talking through our top 10 DC characters. And the very next episode that you hear right here in this feed will be our top 10 Marvel characters. So, without further ado, I'm going to throw it to us from the past in this episode we just recently recorded. All right, everybody, here we are. Live, Daniel and Matt back together again. Woo! woo. <laughs> I was going to check and see what the last time we did an episode was. I oh, have I have oh. not yet.
1: No. There there is no online presence for Daniel Butcher anymore. Really? Yeah. He just he he's he's got too much other stuff going
0: on. I understand, I understand. I do want to talk about how's how's uh, I mean we're in some ways we're coming out of the pandemic. Except the last time we talked, we were in the right in the midst of it. So how you how have you been doing during the last year?
1: You know, I I recently well not recently actually last summer somebody said the pandemic was my family living their best life ever. Yeah. So um, as you've seen from Facebook, we've been very very active. Yes, but. Siloed and alone, so we've we've picked up a lot of activities like hiking, and um, now that we're fully vaccinated, um, three out of the four members of my household fully vaccinated at this point. We're we're getting excited and we're getting ready for what this summer has to bring, with lots of sunshine, the ability to go outside a lot, and fully vaccinated.
0: Yeah, I think you and I are on the same page because I understand. You know, different people are in different places. So I know it was hard for a lot of people for our family. Uh, I'm talking about the Andersons. We had a lot of great family time. We, uh, yeah, I, I, there were, there were hard parts, but there were also a lot of great parts over the last year.
1: I, I would say probably the last, for the last nine months, the hardest thing is I now have. My oldest is now in college and college is not the same experience as I was when I was a kid right at the moment, because due to the pandemic, there's no like, hey, let's grab pizza on the quad because they've got a free pizza from this student housing or student life organization. So there's been that's been the roughest thing is trying to explain like, yeah, your college experience is not the typical college experience.
0: At least next year, it'll be back to normal for her.
1: Well, She's moving out of the dorm, so again, there's going to be less posters yeah. that say "free, free pizza in the quad." Yeah,
0: you know it's interesting. Yeah, I didn't. When I never thought about this, but your oldest first year in college was my oldest first year in kindergarten. Well, well pro- hopefully, only your only year. Only year in kindergarten. I guess first year of school outside of preschool. But go ahead. Yeah,
1: technically, it wasn't though, because thanks to P- the PSEO option that we have in this
0: state. Oh, right, right, right. Uh, yeah, listeners, PSEO, if you're from not Minnesota, is post-secondary education options, and it's college yep. for high schoolers. All right, yep. well, I just checked while we were chit-chatting there. The last episode we released that you and I were on was the New 52 Overview, and that was from June. We released it in June 2020. I don't know when we actually recorded it. And then before that, we did do the episode with Ben back in May of 2020. So, I mean, it's been all. whole... Go ahead. Was now, it
1: April of 2018 when Ben last did a John Carter episode?
0: <laughs> I'll check. But remember, we did the Green Team episode last May uh, or around that time. I, it's, we don't necessarily release them right when we record them. So let's just say it was about a year ago that you and I last spoke. Probably. No, because I, I mean, podcast related. We I did see you on your birthday in June. And that might be the last time I actually saw you it was your birthday, I think.
1: Yeah. there's a lot. I literally have a hat right here for somebody... For one town over I've had it since my oldest moved into college I need to deliver it to them and as you know it, because she walked in and talked to us when the call started she's back from college wow. and this hat still sits here
0: so well let's dive in we're gonna do two episodes uh today it's gonna be uh top 10 marvel characters top 10 dc characters I'll tell you how this got what put this on my mind I was watching uh I watched a lot of animated superhero movies with my daughters and there was a uh, what was it called? It was called Batman Unlimited Animal Instincts, maybe? Does that ring a bell? Mm-hmm. Definitely aimed at kids. But they uh, had a team-up, uh, just kind of a random team-up of... It was Batman, Green Arrow, Flash, Red Robin, and then Nightwing. And I won't spoil my list, but there were a bunch of characters on that team that was like, these are some of my favorite characters all right here in this movie. Then I started thinking, well, what is my... Like, who are my favorite characters? And then I reached out to you and cashed in on the fact that my birthday just happened. I said, Daniel, it's been my birth it was my birthday. Do you want a podcast with me for my birthday? <laughs> and here we are. So you just put your list there go. you put your list together this morning. I put my list together last night. I think it's important to state that I believe this is what you, I think you were getting at when we were talking on Facebook. This is always in flux. This is just where we're at today. We're recording on May 14th, 2021. It, this could very well change tomorrow or a week from now.
1: This list has changed three times since I put it together.
0: Yeah, I had a hard time knowing exactly. So I have some runners-up that we can talk about at the end. But oh, let me just ask you this. We'll do Marvel uh, and DC. Well, should we do it on the same episode? Should we just have one episode where they're both together?
1: Again, you're the one who likes the numerous episodes. I don't care. I'm, a, I'm here until my until I can't be here anymore.
0: Yeah, I've got, I've, I think I only have about one hour, if that's okay with you. All right. Um, let's just do it one episode. I I, I like, I do like splitting it, but it, let's just do it in one. Yeah. So we've got Marvel and DC. Which one did you have the easiest time with?
1: Um, my Marvel list was done first.
0: Yeah. I had an easier time with Marvel as well. It's
1: the one that I've changed the least.
0: Yeah. I feel like even trying to make a top 10 for DC, I have characters I like, but to say this is one of my favorite characters of all time, it, it was definitely more hard. That's why I was wondering if, uh, Maybe after we're done with this, I'll be thinking, I'll be like, Oh, I forgot to mention this DC character and then I'll I'll be kinda of bummed about it. But what's done is done. All right. Let's Are you, go. I wanted to ask you, did you were you influenced primarily by the comic books or by also other media? Like did you just look at the full so, picture?
1: There's a little bit of other media in here. Okay. To be honest. Yeah. I was influenced by my pops for at least a few choices. Yeah. And I discovered that at least for today, I created some themes.
0: Okay. Okay, I like that.
1: It seems that went across both.
0: Since Marvel was easier for us, let's just start with DC because I feel like that's my least strong list. So,
1: all right, number all
0: right. ten for you.
1: Oh, I I did not rate these.
0: Okay, mine. No. I am counting up or counting down to the best one. Just just eyeball it quick and see. Just picky, maybe. Ooh,
1: there's eleven here.
0: That's ooh, that's fine. I, we've got to, I've got some earners up also. Alright, so
1: I'm going to give on this list, number 10. I'm going to give it to The Big Bad Wolf from Fables.
0: Okay, yes, from Vertigo. So that would be DC. Yep. Alright, I'm just... Again, this could change, but here we go. My number 10 for today is The Riddler. I've always been a fan ever since the 1960s Batman show, and I I am always happy when he pops up in comic books. I think uh, it's a character that has a lot of of potential that's only been explored sometimes.
1: Yeah. You know, again, I think that's a good, solid choice. Um, the Big Bad Wolf, um, I've always thought of him as kind of being the Wolverine type, mm-hmm. you know, the old Bigby Wolf. W- Wolverine type, I love his redemption arc. You know, you don't get a redemption arc. I'm sorry, Matt.
0: I know, um, you right.
1: And he really kind of changed, really my first major introduction to Vertigo, so he's always had a soft spot in my heart.
0: All right. Uh Let's see. Number 9 then. What do you got for number 9?
1: The unknown soldier.
0: The unknown soldier. Okay, I'm I've heard of this character, but I don't know well about who this character is.
1: Basically, he is uh he's he's got bandages all over his face. He's a historical military DC character, a war hero. He's sometimes in the war, you know, units um, but we don't know who he is. We don't know if he's the same one. He's got a mysterious origin. Um, a little bit of a face disguise thing, like Czar Tan from the G.I. Joe days. So, but again, yeah. you never quite know what's going on there. And when he shows up, you, you you're not really attached to him. So... Because again,
0: who is he? You know, for a second, I thought you were talking about one of the characters from Aquaman and the others. Who's There's a soldier character in that also, isn't there?
1: We'll, we'll get to that. Okay. You slow down.
0: Oh, okay. Well, sorry. Uh, I think I just changed my mind. Let's just make this episode DC, and it'll be easier for titling purposes. Well, But listeners will know these should run back to back. All right. Uh, my number nine is another Batman villain, the Joker. I felt like this one felt... I almost didn't put this one on the list, and I felt like oh, I kind of have to. It's the Joker. I don't know. I'm not sure. sure. I
1: I I, mean, I I contemplated the Joker. I put him in my my list of runner ups.
0: Mm-hmm. Here's the thing: I don't think I like the ultra violent Joker. I like the evil, but kind of fun evil Joker. Like maybe somebody you'd see in again Batman sixty six or the uh, Silver Age instead of the I'll, current. I'll Joker.
1: even argue Bronze Justice League. Uh, Justice uh, the Justice League International. Baja days. Mm-hmm. I love that Joker. One of my favorite comics of all time is the annual in which the free family has a, uh, a grill out at their house and the Joker interrupts it with a, with a tank. I mean, exactly. I get it. I get it.
0: But like right now, the current Joker in comics is just a, a violent serial killer and, and not as fun. Some, there's been some good Nuts. stories there, but that's not what I necessarily like about him. All right. What do you got for number eight?
1: I'm going to go, uh, since we're on a villain roll. I'm going to go with Captain Cold.
0: All right. I considered Captain Cold.
1: Again, he, I, I, You see me? I'm wearing my Cubs hat. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not, we might all think that he's a, what is it, Keystone City Combine hockey fan because we keep seeing that all the time. But from the moment in Manhunter number 1 I found out he was a Chicago Cubs fan, I have been down with my boy, Cold.
0: Really? When he when did you fi- struggle. How long ago was that? When did you find that out? <sighs> I was in high school. All right. Alright. Well, for uh, number eight for me, as we're counting down, it's this is a villain, but she's also more recently been more heroic. She almost married Batman. I'm talking about Selina Kyle, the Catwoman. I was going to say the Catwoman, but I think it's just Catwoman.
1: That's a solid choice right there. Solid choice.
0: And... Again, I mean, it's weird. I just realized these first three I'm mentioning all tie back into Batman 66. This I should just say, this was my first exposure to superheroes in mass, I think, is the Batman TV show from the 60s, although I watched it in reruns in the 90s. And a, a lot of what I think about the characters is based on that show, because I took it seriously when I was a little kid, although now I understand the camping comedy of it.
1: Well, and again, I think what you find is you think through these lists, it's very easy to come up with themes. And there are definitely, again, uh, and I can identify my clear theme at the end of the day. Um, but it, it's easy to do. And I also think it's, it is somewhat impacted by things that maybe I'm recently reading. Mm-hmm.
0: So Yeah, exactly. I feel the exact same way. I, I know some of what I have on Marvel and DC is impacted by my recent reads. <laughs> Go ahead. Number seven.
1: Scott Free, the Miracle Man.
0: Yes. Now, do you like this character because of the Tom King run, or did you always like him?
1: International. Okay. Justice League International. And again, let's, remi- let's remind everybody I'm a family guy. And Scott Free, at the end of the day, is a guy just trying to move into the suburbs in Justice League International, establish his family. He married up you know, with Barda. He is just trying to manage it all, and it makes me very, very sympathetic to him. And again, I've liked him since International. I liked it uh, to me. It wasn't just blue and gold; it was blue, gold, and red. Mm-hmm. Because to me, those three guys together were always the were, were the pack.
0: The, what did you think of the King, the Tom King run that happened a few years ago?
1: Uh, yeah, it's brilliant. It's absolutely fascinating. It is probably some of the most cerebral comics you're going to read. I just, honestly, I struggle with, how does it fit into continuity?
0: Yeah, I don't think it does. He has a baby in that story. Uh, You talked about family. Back in the JLI days, did he have a kid back then?
1: Uh, I can't remember all the time. Again, it was very much they were establishing their home in the suburb in the JLI, JLI days. But the thing, when you mentioned the kid thing, one of the things that I really liked about that is that here they are, they're... Barda and Scott are basically generals in a galactic war, but at the same time, they're still working adults trying to manage. How do we manage our kids? Mm -hmm. Um, so again, one may be out crushing apocalyptic forces and the other one is, you know, at home trying to get the baby to sleep. Exactly.
0: But yeah, they took turns. I love that. All right. I'll go ahead with my number. Where are we at? Seven. Sure. I think so. Uh, My number seven is... This is a tough one. I I like the Flash, but which Flash is is my favorite? Barry Allen or Wally West? The first exposure I had to either of those was Wally West. It's Wally West.
1: Wally Uh, West is your favorite Flash.
0: Just stop. So you think so? Because I I think you may be right, but I'll be honest. Barry is going to appear later on my list. So I put Wally here at my number seven spot. I I think, though, this might be a case where the TV show is impacting uh, where these two characters land. Because I love when the original Wally West... From the pre-New Fifty Two era shows up, and or when he first showed up in comics and DC that, Rebirth,
1: that's not to me the original Wally West. The original Wally West is the guy trying to hit on Power Girl at JLI. <laughs> you're thinking of the Wally West who was married, was holding down a steady yeah, job, that's what I'm thinking. Of. Member, mentor in the Justice League to others, had learned his lessons and become more like Barry Allen. Okay. That's the Wally West you're talking about. I'm talking about the impulsive,
0: okay, you know makes so, bad choices, Wally West. When I first started watching uh, the Justice League cartoon or the animated series in Justice League Unlimited, that's Wally West Flash. So that's the first Flash I, I watched a lot of. And then, of course, Barry Allen is the Flash of the TV show uh, that's on CW right now. But I guess in current comics, when Wally West is on the, on the page, I like him more. But maybe if it's just straight up the Flash, I probably would associate that more with Barry Allen. So like I said, Barry will come up later on my list. But for now... I'm putting Wally West here in this spot, number seven. All right, what do you got for seven? All right, six, I should say. I
1: was gonna say, I don't know. Is math hard for you, my friend?
0: Uh, well, I don't have my list numbered. I have it just, I have it in a a spreadsheet that, it, but it's all over the place. So yeah, it is. I'll, I'll 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 bake it better.
1: You know what? I'm gonna just go ahead and jump to a very similar one to Miracle Man, but Booster Gold.
0: Okay. Yep. I I do like Booster Gold. I have them on my runners up, but go ahead.
1: I, again, I love Booster Gold arc. I love the fact that he really starts off as this really, really horrible, cocky, narcissistic person. And we really find out at the point we're at today that he's really a time guardian in many ways. That it's, he's doing very, very much adulting choices. And let's be honest, Matt. As you and I have grown up, we have to do
0: way too much adulting. There is There is a lot of adult choices to make. So...
1: Okay. And I'm very excited about the new comic. Yes. I'm trying to decide if I'm going to get single issues because, again, blue and gold together.
0: I know. I, I saw Jergens. that. With
1: Juergens? With Juergens?
0: I know. Here's the thing. What I was thinking about uh, Juergens is often at, so Dan Juergens is usually at our local shows here. I think we could get those individual issues cheaper when we actually meet him and we could get them signed. So that was what made me hold off.
1: I, I, I'm in that same sort of place. Yeah. You know?
0: That is, I am excited to see that that series exists. I don't have Blue Beetle on my runners-up list but I, because I don't think I've read very much of him, but I've always... I, I've liked what I've seen, although I haven't seen enough to say he's a runner-up. All right, let me go on to my number six. It is Tim Drake, as you can call him Robin or Red Robin. Uh, I, I, as Robins go, he's my second favorite after Dick Grayson. I think it's great that he was able just to use his intellect to figure out who Batman was originally uh, and then batman brought him on as a sidekick since then he's done lots of things uh as a solo hero so what are your thoughts on tim drake i don't think we've ever talked about him before
1: you know actually tim drake for me isn't my favorite
0: how would you rank robbins if i was to say in order i like dick grayson tim drake uh red hood Ooh. and then drake or uh Dam- damian
1: oh man yeah okay so number one to start with number one, and mm. you have to agree it's Dick Grayson. Right, I did. I mean, there's no other choice. It's Dick Grayson. Mm-hmm. Now we can begin to argue. Number two, I think, to me, is Jason Todd. Okay. Part of that is the fact of who I am, and he's a little bit of a hothead, and as you know, buddy, sometimes I get a little <laughs> warm. My face turns red.
0: I just feel like Red Hood approaches villain like too much. Like, he's, he's an anti-hero, but almost almost villainous anti-hero but keep going
1: well and, and that's the point yeah. and then number three i'm gonna go with carrie
0: yeah i know i missed so carrie from dark knight returns yeah and i think was stephanie brown ever robin
1: she might have been stephanie brown to me i've always viewed her mu- as much more of being spoiler, yeah, spoiler and i think her spoiler arc is much more interesting yeah. to me than her being a copy of somebody else mm-hmm. because yeah. again that spoiler arc she's She's standing up to her dad. I mean, mm. she's spoiling him as a villain, and so I've always enjoyed that, and I think she stands
0: on her own as spoiler. So what do you think, then, between... It sounds like you're putting Damien next in.
1: <sighs> do we have any other Robins to choose from? I think it's
0: just Damien and Tim left.
1: Uh, then I'll go with Tim.
0: Thank you. Yeah, Damien is the worst. At least we can agree on that. Damien, Damien is the But uh, let's be honest. They also write Damien to be the worst. Why? Why? I know. Why would they make him so obnoxious? Because
1: uh, they're, they're shooting for a redemption arc in there and they're trying to get high emotions and they're trying to make an interesting character that doesn't fit in as cleanly mm-hmm. to the Bat family. Let's be honest. He's very, very different than um, than uh, Dick. So when Dick was Batman and we've got this great scene from I want to say it's in Morrison's Batman and Robin where it's clear like they've created this relationship in bond because of their year together as Batman and Robin Mm -hmm. that you really, you really feel like, yeah, they've gone through a lot since they're so, so different.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right, good. Uh, what do you got for number five? (sighs) Oh boy. I am going to
1: go with the operative.
0: Oh yes. Now this is from Aquaman and the others
1: from Aquaman and the others. Super spy, and he's super old. And so, again, he's somebody who's trying to manage a family because his grandson is f- following him around everywhere. Um, as you and I found out talking to Dan Jurgens, he used to have an airplane, but then he had to get rid of it because Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm-hmm. was having an airplane at the same time. He is the DC character from the New 52 that, where are they? They had their entire title. I know. They had, again, it's over there. It's same, signed by Dan Jurgens. Both volumes, but they have completely and utterly fallen off the same... How much longer before they come into public domain and I can start writing the others' comics? Just, come on, Matt. Just, how just long under is their public domain.
0: Only a, just under one hundred years. I wonder how they could bring these characters back after. I mean, I, I can't remember how Volume Two ended, which was their final volume. Did they were they breaking? I think up? they
1: were all. I, I think some members changed, and and they added some members. Maybe some members die. I mean, there's a real. The grandson is going to become
0: yeah.
1: um, the operative, I think, eventually. Um, again, I think they're still there as a super team, kind of doing clandestine sp- uh, superhero work. Um, they were great. I- I- again, Leviathan, come on, Bendis. Leviathan, you've got all these spy ish teams going on. You brought back Mark Shaw, for heaven's sakes.
0: Don't you forget. You I- can
1: bring back the oper- operative.
0: I kind of feel like this team is forgotten, like, no one yeah. even remembers that they exist.
1: I feel like they were – Jeff Johns created them. They were a really big push in the comic. Um, they gave it over to a very competent writer and Dan Jurgens, and then it didn't sell enough because an Aquaman spinoff book, how much is it going
0: to sell? But it is cool that they did an Aquaman let's be honest, spin-off. that
1: whole age of Aquaman is forgotten. We're at the point where the bun run and the McCorm- – the, the, all these runs since then have – kind of just ignored what? John's run.
0: Why is that? I, I don't know the, the I don't, reasons. I don't
1: know. Because they want their own run? Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. The last run was very, very clearly of her own distinctive run and take on it.
0: So... You know, I'm way Ab- behind. Doing
1: the same thing. He wanted his own thing.
0: I left off at Dan Abnett, I think. Yeah. So I'm way behind on Aquaman.
1: We bring back Jeff Parker, but... He was good. I know he loves big monsters, but come on. Come on,
0: Jeff Parker. All right, I'll go on. All right. my, my number five, the other Robin we were talking about, Dick Grayson. Okay. I know he's also Nightwing, but I will always think of him as Robin because, again, Batman 66. But also, I just think he was the best Robin, the best sidekick. He had the epitome of sidekicks in, the, in DC. There
1: you go.
0: And basically, I, I mean, tell me what you think about this. He's Is he equal in skill to Batman or just a little bit less? Skilled. Maybe
1: a little bit less. I think my biggest problem with Dick Grayson right at the moment is, do they know what to do with him? Because we've seen so many different types of runs. Yeah. And again, that new 52 Higgins run where he was with the circus and stuff, that kind of felt pretty solid. But like this whole like Richard Grayson run, again, I love Dan yeah. Uh And I understand that he's got a wide sort of thing that he's shooting for in there, but it wasn't necessarily my favorite thing to at least start. And I don't think I've concluded it yet.
0: What did you think of the... So there was a short time where uh, Dick Grayson worked as a spy, and the title was just called Grayson. How did you feel about that?
1: You know, I was fine with it. Again, it was a way to go. Um, I like the fact that spiral technology does show up sometimes in the comics Mm -hmm. nowadays and they really haven't ignored it, it's the the guy he was partnered with. I'd like to see a little bit more of him. He shows up a little bit, but I'd like to see that he, he, I can't remember. Something Tiger. It's not Bronze Tiger.
0: Yeah, I know what you're talking um,
1: about. I'd like to see that there was a relationship there, and that maybe they are there for each other sometimes.
0: But Yeah. Yeah, I think you made a good point. Uh, great character in Dick Grayson, but at this point in continuity, what do you do with him exactly? He, yeah. he was with the Titans. That was good, but... All right, what do you got for number four?
1: I'm going to go with Manhunter. Paul Kirk.
0: Oh, so we're gonna have some multiple Manhunters appear in here, possibly.
1: I don't know. I don't know. So I again, when I say in, infected, but I have re- recently read they've recently reprinted the Simonson and um, Goodwin run. And if you've never read anything from Archie Goodwin, go read the Empire Strikes Back adaptation of of the movie for heaven's sakes. Um, super super solid comic um, spy thriller. From the, I want to say the 70s, it's just is really, really good stuff with great art from Simonson.
0: Good. All right. And
1: I never read it until very, very recently.
0: Yeah. And, and Listeners will probably know, but Manhunter and that whole mythos, that's one of your favorite things in DC, if not the favorite. Is that right?
1: I don't think anyone would be able to notice that from the conversation that's already <laughs> happened.
0: All right. Number four, we want to spend so much time on for me because we talked about Barry Allen earlier so that's my number four entry Barry Allen the Flash I feel like there's a this could be one that would be easy to change later based on our conversation earlier about Wally West versus Barry Allen who's the best who do I actually like the best but for now I'm going to go with Barry Allen and it might be this might be the biggest force of outside media because I do enjoy that CW show are you are you caught up on that
1: I am not even close to caught
0: up where did you leave off I I haven't watched anything from the current season The,
1: the, the thinker's still running around
0: okay so you're about two or three years behind?
1: Yeah. I keep saying to myself, my kids are going to watch it with me, and they never do. Okay. So I'm just working through some other stuff right at the moment. Hey,
0: what, what are you watching right my, now? Do you want to talk about it or not right now?
1: Um, today, um, I'm watching Invincible. Oh, yeah. I wasn't a huge fan of Volume 1 when I read it the first time. I'm, I'm liking the Prime show enough that I'm thinking about picking the comic back up and trying to restart it again. Mm-hmm um i watched without remorse last night on amazon oh Prime i haven't watched that personally. yet um i recently watched the Watchmen. yeah which by the way fantastic i love it and i'm not a fan of the watchman um the watchman movie at all or the comic but this is this is kind of a spinoff of it that is really really interesting and good and well acted
0: i totally so. totally agree i also love that show
1: yeah, and and it's got a lot to say. And as, as you know, a lot of times what I say about comics is they allow us to say a lot.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, what do you got for number three? We're down to the final three.
1: <sighs> okay, I am going to go with Amanda Waller.
0: Whoa, I am shocked by this. I I mean, I know you like Suicide Squad, but...
1: Well, and that's the thing, is that I had to contemplate who from Suicide Squad I was going to add to the list. And I only wanted to put one person on Mm -hmm. the list. I thought about Deadshot, but I felt like Deadshot was a little too close to a few other ones on this list, like Unknown Soldier. um, And one that's coming up as another tortured um, young man who makes bad choices um, because of things that happened to him in his childhood. Um, I thought about trying to find, like, a really obscure one, you know... But again, it, let's be honest, Amanda Waller, she's the, the, the center of the team. She's the center of the D.C. espionage universe. Yeah. And um, I think we all can understand the fact that she does some horrible, horrible, terrible things, sometimes for good reasons. And I think we often forget because of those horrible, horrible things. Her family's a nightmare. Her family hates her. Because she's ignored them completely. And she's got a really, really big family. Um, and when I say family, I mean like children, grandchildren who want nothing to do with her. And she's making these choices just to protect them and protect the world because of some of the trauma she's gone through. And she's losing them in, the, in, the, in that
0: fight, in that struggle. Uh, yeah, I didn't know that Manda Waller had family.
1: Yep. Children. I think there's at least four, if not five. And part of her origin and how she becomes a super spy has to do with her family and the fact that her husband was killed by, uh, I believe, drug dealers. And that led her to become kind of a community activist who was very much about security, which eventually leads her to get into the security, the
0: espionage game. Wow. Okay. You just taught me something.
1: Oh, that's me, by the way, completely ignoring the Amanda Waller from the New 52 that was part of the Soldier 6 or whatever, who, yeah. or as I like to call her. Not my Amanda Waller, the sol- so. My Amanda Waller is is a is the wall. My Amanda Waller is not the soldier. So.
0: Uh, well, so do the, You know how they changed her in New Fifty Two? Have they just ignored that?
1: Uh, they've brought back the right wall. They've brought her back okay. because
0: let's be honest, she's more. She's more what we need. All right. Uh, let's see. I do have. I do have my number three here. I'm a little bit worried about telling you what my number three is. Do you want to take a pause? Nope, you're good. Okay. I'm I'm a little bit worried about telling you what my number three is because I, I can't tell if this is too low or if it's just the right spot. I think maybe this could be my number two. I'm just gonna say it's Aquaman.
1: <sighs> I'm excited for you. I really am. And what's surprising <laughs> to me is on this list, you know, I I probably should have put Mira in here somewhere. I really should have, but I didn't. Mm-hmm. So she's definitely a runner up on this list. Uh, the Aquaman family, I'm sad to see. And and I think it's because DC, uh, recency bias, DC's kind of, oh, they quit printing Aquaman. Mm-hmm. So.
0: Yeah, well, 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 they did at least give him a kind of a happy ending with family stuff, I think.
1: Yeah, I guess. Whatever. And it kind of went weird in the end, the whole with the Sea the Gods thing. So I kind of, recency bias, I didn't include Mera on here, as I should have.
0: <sighs> what do you think about Aquaman? You know me pretty well when it comes to superheroes. Do you think he should be two or three? I mean, you you could probably... I think he should
1: be three. I think Barry <laughs> Allen and the Flash should be over.
0: Oh, you think I should put Flash higher than Aquaman? Or, yeah, I, I have... think
1: you like Flash more, better than Aquaman.
0: I have two others coming up. That I mean, the two obvious ones, I think.
1: Well, I, again, I've got Ben Reilly coming up, so...
0: Over oh, on the on the Marvel one? Yeah,
1: okay. uh, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, we're on the long one. All, all right. right. We got for all number
0: right. three. No, two.
1: Again, I told you all of media came into consideration. So the number two is Kevin Conroy Batman.
0: Oh wow. Wait, are we gonna have two Batmans or did you just specify which one you like?
1: I again I specified Kevin Conroy Batman. Oh my gosh. I'm very, very specific because his voice is Batman yeah. to me. He is the DC. Omniverse distinctive and uh foundational most important batman between all the justice leagues all the batman cartoons all the movies batman um batman beyond mm-hmm. everything i think the biggest mistake that's happened in the last two years with batman is when they finally did uh crisis on infinite earths they had him in there, and they made his Batman, not our Batman. Not the Batman oh, we wanted We do. are about the CW? Yep. Yeah. I mean, there we are. We finally got to see him in live action. He pulled it off. He had the right build. Yeah. He was great. But
0: I, I it, know what mean. It, my,
1: my second Batman, by the way, might be, and I haven't watched all of Titans season two yet, but the, the Titans Batman, as played by the dude from Game of Thrones, because that is inspired casting. So, Inspired.
0: I have not watched Titans yet. I do have HBO Max, but so you're recommending Titans then? I
1: like Titans quite a bit, and their Batman is the per. He is Bruce Wayne. He is Batman. Okay. He is yeah. Again, he's one of the gentlemen from Game of Thrones. He's the one who played the the knight who was uh, cast out by uh, by Sean Bean. Man, you can't kill Sean Bean, okay. Matt. Um, cast him out. For doing slave trade. I can't remember the character's name right at the moment, but that is Batman in Titans, and he is fantastic.
0: All right. Well, I will watch that show. Thank you for that recommendation. All right. I'm going to move on to number two. I'm watching our clock, and we still have a whole Marvel list to get to. So, my number two is a character who 10 years ago I would probably have said, I don't really like this character that much. I mean, I know he's important in the comics, but I, th- I think I was bored with him. Or bored by him, but I've read a lot more with him lately. I appreciate his nobility. I've, I've got to go with the classic Clark Kent Superman. Fair. I mean, fair. It, it feels like a fair one, but also I've just grown to really like this character. So there it is, number two for me, Superman. That's a big change. I mean, ten years ago, he wouldn't have even been a runner-up. All right. What do you got for number one?
1: All right, so. I'm going to just go ahead and give a quick recap of who didn't make the cut today. Okay. Not making the cut today, Aquaman.
0: I can't believe that. You and I had the shared thing. I thought he'd be on your list somewhere.
1: No. He didn't make the cut, just like Mary didn't make the cut. The Aquaman family didn't make the cut. Didn't make the cut on his own? Batman. Just the word Batman. Again, I felt like the Kevin Conroy Batman was enough. Not making today's list? Because I'm just mad and spiteful? Come on, Brian Mendes, Manhunter. Didn't make the list today.
0: That's what I thought your number one was.
1: I'm sick and tired of DC misusing man- Mark Shaw. Okay. I'm sick of it. His character is like... Everybody loves Daredevil. Everybody loves that idiot who just gets all of his girlfriends killed because of all of his angst that he carries around. You know what? You know who's got angst? Mark Shaw's got angst. You know, it's funny. He's got angst.
0: Uh, uh, so man, uh, Mark Shaw is a, a classic character that... I think is not as well known that you love and Ben Riley, the clone of Peter Parker is a character I like over on the Marvel side and both of them in the recent years have just been treated so poorly. Do
1: you remember when he was on Arrow and he was just Mark Shaw in name and was like a horrible, horrible bad guy Mm -hmm. who needed to be killed at the end of the episode? Again, DC, leave Mark Shaw alone. So, after doing all that thinking and all that contemplation, I went with... Kim Yale's creation, Sylvia Candy.
0: I have no idea who this is.
1: Well, she's just a police officer, just a, a normal everyday person in the DC universe who gets pulled into the crazy life and circle of Mark Shaw by being manipulated by him, by being um, um, tricked or conned into giving critical police information to him as he was just looking for a bounty, um, gets disgraced, loses the job that she has for a different job in the in the police department that's not as good, but in the end finds ways to forgive and redeem him, um, and maybe even foster a further relationship um, because she has the heart to understand and see the broken man behind Mark Shaw, wow. and unlike Daredevil, she's never ever killed. Though Dumas sure did try,
0: <laughs> I I just had to look her up. I've never heard of this character. I'm sorry for that. Well, well,
1: that's because she's in like six issues of Manhunter, if that. And I'm gonna just say this: Kim Yale totally under underappreciated in her history of writing at DC Comics. I, l- but it, but she she is featured and. Is the centerpiece of the first issue of Manhunter number five that Kim Yale wrote by herself. Yeah,
0: get this. First first appearance of Sylvia here is Manhunter number five from November 1988. Her last appearance, do you have any idea? I can tell you if you want. want I'm
1: guessing it's like Manhunter 22.
0: It was Batman Chronicles number five from June 1996. So you're.
1: Yeah, it it makes sense. It makes sense.
0: Wow, I'm shocked by this. Final entry for you. I mean, my now I feel my entry is so boring because I just picked Batman <laughs> yeah. and, and for all these different reasons that we've talked about when it comes to the show that I watch, and he's just the best character and knows everything. And But your, I, yours I is much don't more feel interesting. I like
1: you put as much thought into this list as I did. I, I don't uh, think you went for dip, deep cuts, you went for low hanging fruit.
0: This is a great segue. If you want deep cuts, listeners, tune into the next episode where I will give you my Marvel characters, and there's some deep cuts there. So Daniel, why don't you send us away, uh, and uh, we'll be back with another episode soon.
1: What do I say? Uh, Be safe, kids. Make good choices.